Welcome everybody to another episode of Drop the Gloves. I'm co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. And joining us inside the penalty box once again for her third time is my lovely wife, the CEO, Mrs. Drop the Gloves, Brittany! Welcome back, babe. I need a little bit more cheering. That's what I'm talking about. And it's her birthday weekend, so had to bring her on. And uh, so, babe, are you ready for this? Bring it on. Ready? (coughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brittany. Happy birthday to you, and many more. Happy birthday, babe. 29, never looks so good. 29? Yeah, she's 29. Feeling old there, Mike? (laughs) Yeah. Old Old isn't isn't, uh, the word I'm looking for. Oh, ancient? No, not, not the word. Decrepit. Uh, <laughs> decrepit. I'm like the te- I'm like the crypt keeper. <laughs> oh no, no, he looks uglier. <laughs> okay, I'll take it's that. It's still a compliment. <laughs> I'll, I'll, take compliment. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Still a compliment. Still a compliment. I'm not that ugly. I was told I was a handsome young man. By your mom. Oh. No, not by my mom. Oh, well, grandma. Nope. Well, that's just... Auntie? It, it, it's getting worse. It doesn't matter. Just, more it doesn't you, matter, Brittany. It's on a need-to-know basis, it, and nobody else needs to know. So We cannot coll- uh, We cannot confirm Mike's statement. I want yeah. to know who said it. I'll tell you after I want the show. references. <laughs> references? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. After the show. <laughs> I want names, Facebook statuses. No, there's... We're doing a deep dive. Deep dive? Was it a Tinder profile? I don't do dating apps. Oh, okay. I've, I've given up on dating. Okay. I, I, I was just wondering. Just no, wondering. I've, I've given up on the dating scene. i got to focus on me. Good. That's a, that's a good statement there. Focus on you. All right, Mike, you ready? Brittany, you ready? Three, Three. two, one. Crack it. Ooh. So. That's perfect. I gotta get, I gotta get my act together. Oh, for the taste is right. Yeah, yeah, you got. I was off last week. I was off, but but you did good on the beer choices, dude. I always do. Uh, I do good on the beer choices on this show, also. Yes, yes, you do. So, guys, we are uh, once again repeating the beers that are in, inside the mini fridge, and Brittany is repeating her uh, barefoot uh, fruit scotto blueberry wine that. Uh, I stupidly picked out the last time. So. Uh, that was me. I thought that was me. I, you asked, and I told you to go ahead and get it. So that was me. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the bullet for that one. Well, next time we're gonna have new wine. New wine. All right. New wine. Sounds good. Uh, so we, me and Mike are drinking the unofficial official beer of uh, Drop the Gloves, the Braxton Garage out of Covington, Kentucky. Uh, still working on the. Working on the details for that one. <laughs> so see if we can one day get Braxton to follow us and 
You're like, sponsor us. It's like, I, I wouldn't mind just having Braxton be a sponsor or something. Totally wouldn't mind. I'd like, I'd, I'd try anything that they would put forth except for an IPA. I, I would try any other beer except yeah. an IPA. Uh, IPAs are gross. Yeah. No, 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 no. All right. Now in the hard way. Well, I, I've, I think I've said about uh, too hard an ale. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you telling that me was, about that. That was like drinking pine saw. Yeah. Mm-mm. Power of pine saw, baby. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, this, this episode's going to be a little different than the last couple that we had Brittany on for. Um, Brittany will be partaking in the discussion and also possibly leading us down rabbit holes depending on the uh, topics that we uh, talk about in this first hour. And shenanigans. And shenanigans, yep. Drink uh, alcohol, talk sports, and have all kinds of shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans! And I put away my Harry Potter for this. Okay. So, there you go, Mike. You should feel safe. This is your safe space. <laughs> I'm in my nice comfy chair, so I don't care. Big I to say, that's chair. a big promise big? to Mike that he's in a safe space. That's true. You did come at him. Earlier. I've already fired a couple you, of you shots. You already fired a shot, yeah. So, but it... it you know... <laughs> I I I, I, I I I was getting ready to say that Brittany does it with love. It's not, it's not uh, intended to be malicious or anything. Vile, mean. Exactly. We we are a family, so an odd fam, a fairly odd family. Yes. Fairly odd. Oh, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what came into my head. I love that show. I was resisting. Oh, don't resist. Come to the dark side, Brittany. We have cookies. <laughs> I'll bring my own cookies. All right, what are we talking about? All right. Well, let's get into sports. 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 Love that. That was that was good. I mean, she she knew too. It was like she, she knew. Didn't even have to tell her. To she, do and that. she doesn't even like, listen no to the show. No coaching. No. I'm a natural. Yes, perfect natural. So, uh, one thing that Brittany wanted to talk about, and something we were talking about before we even started recording uh, part one, is Serena Williams announcing her retirement from uh, professional tennis. Uh, she is uh, 40 years old. She's won 23 Grand Slam singles titles and four Olympic gold medals. So, do you think she's going to be like Brady and then leave and come back? leave and then come back or is she done i think she's done the, right. the, the way she phrased her again i don't think it's a retirement speech she'll give a retirement speech when she's done like i mean she doesn't plan to retire until the end of summer and we still have the u.s open to play correct once the u.s open is done that's when i think we'll get an official statement a retirement speech or something a letter of some sort but in, in something that she had talked about previously when she announced her retirement is uh, along the lines of having to do with family. Mm. And that she wants to step back. She wants to focus on growing her family, being with her family. And I totally understand that. I mean, that's why a lot of 
major athletes like eventually I wouldn't say a lot I mean there are some major athletes who eventually take a step back and go my kids are growing up I want to be here for them I want to be there for their uh, their games their events their their plays whatever that life has for them and I don't want them to no longer be without their mom or without dad. a mom or a dad to where it's like oh we got to go to dad's football game or oh we got to go to mom's tennis match it's like no it'd be mom's coming to my tennis match or dad's coming to my game or whatever yeah. so i think i think she's doing this for family reasons yeah and that uh, she's i'm not she's been injured a lot also too here she has been getting injured a lot more yeah so it happens when you get old yeah but at the same time she's been playing for uh 26 years. Uh, she, well, Venus she, she was did, professional in 1994. We'll need to look up when Serena became oh, okay. professional. Jamie! Get on that. And uh, I was about to say, so Venus Venus started her career, Serena's older sister, in 94. And she's two years older? Yes. Okay, so... And Venus was how old in 94 when she started? 14? 14. Okay, so then that means, yeah, Serena was 12 in 94. So, I was about to say, I mean, when you when we were doing a little bit of research before we started recording, it was kind of like, no way she's been playing since 94. I'd give you Serena, or Venus, I'll give you Venus, but Serena's like, okay, I remember when Serena was coming up and playing against Venus, like in single competitions or whatever, mm -hmm. at U.S. Open, Wimbledon or whatever. and French Open. Or French Open, Australian, whatever, tournaments or whatever. And I was rooting for Venus because I'm the older sibling and you tend to root for the older sibling. But after a while, Venus started having a decline in her career or her play, and then Serena just surpassed her older sister. Um, All right, so Serena turned pro in October 1995. She's 13 years 13 old. 13 years old. Yay! Damn. Jeez. Okay. I was, I was five <laughs> when she turned pro. I was, yep. I was four when Venus turned pro. <laughs> so, yeah. I was what, 14? God. <laughs> 14? Yeah. I was I was into sports. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And girls. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. I And I got in my first bee sting two months before. Because <laughs> it was on my fifth birthday. So do do we just bring Brittany on the show to make me feel old? No, no. We we brought Brittany on because we owed it to her. Yes, for the, the debacle that you and I made uh, of the second episode that she was on, and this time she's involved in the discussions. Yeah, I thought the first episode went very well. It went very well. You and me together, and, and we talked to, talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, they sports, made fun of me. Sports and relationships and everything and. Second one was iffy and just... We weren't prepared for we that We weren't one. prepared for it. And Nobody's prepared for me. 
Charlie, yep. Charlie's nodding. Yep. Yep. He wasn't well, prepared either. He thought he knew y'all. He had no idea. Well, your grandpa was the one that said, are you okay with marrying into a bunch of outlaws? <laughs> I was like, I guess I have to be if I love your, you love your granddaughter. <laughs> well, I'm the white sheep of the family. <laughs> Everybody else is the black sheep. Apparently. <laughs> what about your what about your brother Hunter? He, come on, he's serving in the military. He's a Marine. He's a gray sheep. Gray sheep? Gray. Okay. I was just curious. I didn't I just thought there was a white sheep and black sheep. Uh, I'm, a, bla I'm he, a black sheep. He's, he's kind of gray. in between. Like I really don't know all the shenanigans, but he's always been, you know, well I don't know about always, but he's been focused on being a Marine first. And he's done that. Um, but I don't know what other shenanigans he's gotten into. Besides getting married. Besides getting married really young, drinking before the age of 21. Other than that, like, I, I don't know. Who <laughs> I haven't been there. You haven't been there? No, I wasn't drinking before the age of 21. Okay. Well, I take that back. I take my hand raised back. I was about to say. Yeah. Because, because I, a month before my 21st birthday, I started drinking, so not we won't get into that that's <laughs> I, i'm not gonna lie i snuck a few beers out of the basement fridge a time or two <gasps> charlie yeah I, hey it's sitting there just nobody's oh, grandpa's bourbon was sitting there but i wasn't sneaking that well we didn't have bourbon in the house we had beer <laughs> that's all I, it was beer or nothing and late at night you're up late it's like yeah what's one beer so Going back to Serena and Venus. Yeah. Who did you root for, Mike? The, to be quite honest, I really never... I Before the show, I stopped watching the tennis after Anna Kornikova. Yeah. I don't... Eh. I mean, here recently, I got into it. I don't watch tennis. It's, it's something I can't get into. But I've watched a few matches with uh, that Coco Golf and uh, Simona Help. I don't know, but that's that's the only two like women's tennis I watch or players that I watch. And I mean, I would have probably gone with uh, Venus because she's older, mm. and I'm the oldest out of all my cousins, so. See, I think I would have gone with Serena. But at that because point. Because I was younger in the household for the longest time. Williams has said that she wanted to devote more time to her family and her business interests. She has a four-year-old daughter with uh, Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian. And uh, she has a venture capital firm called Serena Ventures. Hmm. Uh, she is aiming to win her 24th major title at this uh, year's U.S. Open. It will tie uh, Margaret Court's record of 24 major titles. Uh, although when Court won hers, uh, the women's tennis was still considered amateur. wasn't considered a professional sport. Hmm. Interesting. And I did read where she is one of the highest grossed female athletes in the world. How, how much did she accumulate in prize, prize money? money alone over 94 million. 94 million. Sheesh. Imagine 
what you could do with $94 million. Too much. <laughs> but imagine what she's had to do to do all that. Yep. Yeah. That, that's true. The sacrifice, the training, the pain so, that she's had to go through. Tennis yeah. meets your sports requirements, right? Yes. Yes. I, I say tennis is a sport. Not an event. It is a sport. What about ice tennis? There's not, there's not been a thing of ice tennis yet. How cool would that be? I, I did you? I proposed it. Yeah, and I shot it down hardcore. I proposed it because I saw a reel on Instagram and I put it on the Instagram stories and was like, "What do you guys think? Ice tennis sport?" And I got like ninety percent approval, and then I get him and Daniel. Both you and Daniel agreed that no, not a sport. Oh, happen. no, it would be awesome. Me, me and Daniel are the smart ones. And, and I'm just like, really? I thought that would have been cool. I mean, on ice skates and everything, I was like, yeah. I, I was totally on board with it. But nope, Mike and Daniel shot it down. Was like, Ugh. Well, okay, they're the losers. <laughs> the rest of us voted yes. <laughs> um, Daniel, this is the only time I'm going to ever say that you're right. So you're right, good sir. I love you, buddy. Uh, Serena's last Grand Slam singles title uh, was back in 2017. It's been five years since she's won a major championship. Well, she's had a baby since then. She's had a baby, but she's also had some injuries, too. She's had a baby. Uh, I'm just I'm just shocked that it's been that long. I keep on thinking, oh, she had to have won one back in, like, 2019 or something. but Or 21. Well, you, you, but, no, yeah, 21, yeah. she barely played. You you forget we had that whole that whole China virus thing and that the year that shall not be named. <laughs> it's a China virus. Yeah, like you said, nearly a hundred million in prize money. Uh, her sister Venus ranks second with overall prize money winnings at forty two million. So what a gap! What a huge fifty million dollar gap between. Um, Little sister and big sister when it comes to prize money winning. But then Do you think again, they have awkward like family get togethers? I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure there's awkward get togethers. Um Yeah. Williams who turned pro in ninety five. Uh believe she would have won thirty Grand Slam titles by now. But after giving birth to her daughter Olympia, Williams lost in the finals at Wimbledon and the U.S. Open in 2018 and 2019. She suffered numerous health scares over the years, including a pulmonary embolism and a hematoma that kept her off the tour for 10 months between the years 2010 and 2011. Yeah. I mean, yeah, granted she has had her health uh Scares, issues, injuries, whatever. But at the same time, still still almost tying a amateur amateur's record. I mean, it's declared amateur, but she's a professional tennis player. Or the sport is professional now, and she's looking to tie said record in her final Grand Slam. Do you think she can do it? 40 years old and going up going up against a now really young talent pool? Mike, you're the expert on age. Because 
Oh, damn. Shot. Um, I'll look at it this way. Because they're already looking at three potential replacements as to who could become the next Serena Williams. Let me put it to you this way. As much as this pains me to say, look at Tom Brady and what he's done at He'll be, what, 45 in January? Mm-hmm. 44? So he, he's in his... He's in his he's, 40s. He's, he's, close, he's close to... Or wait, he's 42. I think he... Or No, he's 45. He's two years older than me. I just, Jamie, double check that. So, uh... Well, okay. But you look at... You look at... And who's... Look at Wayne Gretzky and Gordie Howe. How they did? Gordy Howe played until what? He was fifty. Yeah, he played with his sons by the time they got up to the NHL. Yeah, so I mean, if if those guys can do it, and you got Nolan Ryan pitching until his late forties, early fifties, I think it's a feeling. I mean, you gotta yeah, feel you, like you, got, you can do. If you feel like. That's what that you can't uh, keep up. Then that's when that's, you gotta. That, what you said right there reminds me what I heard last night from Derek Jeter on the captain thing. He's like, you. He's like, you had. He had the feeling to know when to call it quits to retire from playing baseball. Yeah. So that's up to Serena. And if she thinks it's time to call it quits, if it's not fun for her anymore, then she needs to call it quits. I mean, that's the major thing with anybody. If you're not having fun doing it, then why continue doing it? So, in 2010, she was ranked number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, The current ranking is 407. Well, she's dropped off from playing for so long. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and this is as of July 2022. So, to your Tom Brady comment, a decade ago, we were saying he was, we were, everybody was talking about, oh, he's 35 and he's heading into his final years of his career. So, that, 10 years ago, we were calling Tom Brady's career over. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, for pitcher, Perfect ending. I want her to win. Yeah, storybook, storybook career. You would, you would like that. I mean, somebody who like her going out on top with the career that she's had, and then eventually and tying said record again. Um, but with age, health, and everything, um, if she got to the semifinals. I, I think that's how far I could see her going. Because I, I think this new young I mean, talent pool for women's uh, tennis is just... I mean, like I said, they're they're already calling three people the next... The, to take up the mantle. And it's just that, like, this is going back to what I said last week. Stop trying to compare people to other people. There is not going to be a next Michael Jordan. There is not going to be a next Wayne Gretzky. There is not going to be a next 
Babe Ruth, Carl Ostrensky. There's not going to be another John McEnroe or another Serena or Venus Williams. Well, of course. Let's not stop be. with the f- comparisons. We're, we're not comparing. Well, no, yet. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying, I'm not not saying that you. I'm not saying that you're. We're comparing. I'm saying that the pro, the ESPNs, and the news writers are. Ooh, we have three people that could be the next face of tennis. Well, they could be because Who Serena, cares? Serena's got a foot out the door. Well, there's a difference from comparing to being the next face. Because you're going, no matter what career field you are, someone is going to replace you. Exactly. So there's that. When I heard you say, we have to stop comparing, I'm like, you were just comparing her to all these other male athletes. And I, and then well, no. I then I heard what you had said. And I was like, oh, oh, I see. But yeah, regardless, she's going to be... A symbol of tennis, women's yes. tennis she, forever. Yes, yeah, she has a legacy. Everybody will strive to be her, just like every current NBA player or and anybody who has hopes to go into the NBA hopes to one day be like Mike, be like Michael Jordan, or uh, any upcoming hockey player wants to be like Wayne Gretzky. Or whatever, or they want to be the workhorse like Gordy Howe, or they want to be the immortal uh, Yarmir Yager who just keeps playing until that guy's gonna keep playing until he falls, collapses on the ice. And that, so and I mean, all, I think the article is not trying to compare who the next Serena Williams is. I think what they're trying to say is there are three eligible young talent female tennis players who are going to be the face of tennis. Serena had her 26-year career. She was she was face or she shared it with multiple other women or with her own sister and then eventually she was it. She's the goat of female tennis. Now it's the next phase. And I for just uh, okay. Where's that picture from? Wikipedia. Okay. So I am showing the guys a picture of Venus and Serena when they first started. <laughs> and Mike feels even older. Yeah. Uh, what have we got? What have we got? What have we got? Uh, we're gonna it's in this. Baltimore in 1994. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I just since Brittany is loving I think she's burying me anyway <laughs> since Brittany's burying me we'll, we'll just call it that digging that grave digging that grave for me oh, I gotta that? feed my cucumbers <laughs> wow wow did not see this coming <laughs> next I can let me come back <laughs> I don't have a say it's um I'm drinking the West Side Brewery uh, summer English style ale, uh, four point eight alcohol by volume. It's another repeat. So I am going to crack this open. Go ahead. Since Charlie needs a nipple for his uh, uh, his beer. I, I'm trying to. 
I'm not trying to chug. I mean, I'm yeah. not chugging either, bro. But I don't know. I'm on. I, it, I'm on one tonight. So just we'll, we'll leave it at that. Well, let, here's to Serena Williams. Heck of a career, legend, the goat of female tennis. So. I really dislike GOAT. You don't like GOAT? I really dislike it. It stands for greatest of all I time. I know. Okay. Just say it. I mean, we're not we're not calling her like an actual GOAT. I know. I know. And I think what Brittany's trying to that. say is, instead of sh- trying to shorten words, just say, she's the greatest of all time, said, oh, she's the GOAT. I ag- Actually, I do agree with you on that. I'm tired of hearing, oh, LeBron James, he's a GOAT. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Screaming goat, a fainting goat, a yoga goat. What kind of goat? A yoga goat? Well, I'm going to to down a rabbit hole, but you you guys are probably too young to remember this. Um, Saturday Night Live. Jim Brewer. Goat boy. Yeah, no, I don't remember that one. Look it up. Jim Jim Brewer's freaking hilarious. But... Jumper did these skits on SNL when SNL was good. Mm. He he would do Goat Boys, and he'd be talking like what we're doing, and then he'd go, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> that during a regular conversation, and it was just hilarious. And every time I hear the word goat, I think of Jim Brewer and the meh, 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 meh. <laughs> so, yeah. Well... <laughs> In our neck of the woods, we had the goat man. He was a serial killer. See, I wasn't talking about serial killers. <laughs> I was talking about something funny. Th- this isn't the true Which crime is podcast. what I thought you were going with. You murdered people by railroads and rivers. Don't get caught at a railroad or a river at nighttime. In West Virginia. In West Virginia. <laughs> when you start hearing that... Hit the gas. All right, so moving on. A local topic. Uh, mentioned this in uh, the last episode. Can't remember which part, part one or part two. But um, the new name of Paul Brown Stadium. Oh. What? Uh, you didn't know about this? No. Oh, oh. welcome to the conversation. Yes, welcome to the club. Uh, I thought you were, t- you were going to talk about the name, the rant that I went on about name changes. No, so... But this is about stupid, too. And that... So, instead of Paul Brown Stadium, it's now Paycor Stadium. Ew! So, Paycor Stadium, Cincinnati, or home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Ew! See, when we were discussing this last week, we were trying to think of, like, companies, organizations, businesses in the area. Paycor is in the area. And that, I was thinking GE. I, I really thought because GE's got a plant uh, up near like Fairfield or whatever. I was yeah. like, okay. So the reason I'm like, ew, is Paul Brown. I just I'm not from the area. I assume that he was someone big. Yeah, in Cincinnati. He, he, he founded Bengals. the Bengals. Founded the Cleveland Browns, which he takes the name the namesake yeah. for, and he founded the Cincinnati Bengals. Which means history, culture, like, awesome. But then you slap a business, a company's name on it, and it's, you lose all of that culture. Well, they're trying to get money. That, that was the whole part of the name change is 
selling the selling the rights of the of the name of the stadium to generate more money or mm-hmm. something. The so, love of money is the root of all evil. So, but Paycor, never in a million years would I. No, have thought I about thought that. I thought it would be Skyliner Gold Star. I I still. If it would have been Skyline or Gold Star, I would have came to you and been like, I was wrong. They are bigger than what I thought they were. But I, I still know. I mean, even that, it's such a Cincinnati thing that it would make sense. Now, who sponsors the Bengals? Is it Gold Star? Gold Star. Okay. No. Wait. Skyline is... Uh, the Reds. Reds. So, Gold Star is Bengals. Okay. Which... Which, for the longest time, Gold Star... I remember Gold Star being a part of the Reds because Pete Rose would do Gold Star commercials for the longest time. And then Gold Star has, has stuff to do with the Bengals. So, okay. And then Cyclones and it is... says Skyline. Is Skyline, yeah. Guys, get on the same page. No, it's okay. They can be different. Well, I mean, would you rather have um, would you rather have one team be Gold Star, one team be Skyline, and another team be uh, Dixie? Dixie? Heck, yes. Well, who 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 should be Dixie? Hockey. Really? Because Dixie's awesome. They should get the best one. So hold up. This is coming from I I married a Gold Star. You know what? I think. Yes, I, you I, did. I, I, I am a gold star. So, so wait. Next week, next week when we take the show to the gauntlet, or it's not, or, it's not taking the no, show. Well, we're visiting. We're visiting the gauntlet. We we had, what was it? Gold star. No, we're doing it. You're doing the, it this weekend. Coming this coming weekend. Yes, we're doing a chili taste off. It's yep. gold star Dixie. Skyline and Empress. I think somebody said. Yeah, it. well. And I, good luck trying. You shouldn't even bring Empress into the discussion. There's not that many Empress chili places around in this area anymore. You know what? If if they're going to do it right, you go to Price Eat Price Hill Chili, Camp Washington Chili, and then there's Blue Ash Chili. Nobody it, goes to Blue Ash Chili for the chili. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you're going to do it... Well, if you're going to do a big name versus mom and pop, yes. See, I, I would just stick with Dixie, Skyline, Gold Star. I'd just stick with those three. Wouldn't even bother dealing with Empress. Empress shouldn't even be in the discussion. And Mike, I would, are you okay? I don't have a horse in this ba- or <laughs> horse in this race. I like all chili. Oh, Okay. So you're not one way or the other because Britney's Gold Star, I'm Skyline. I mean, I do have my favorite. I love Gold Star. Does this mean for my birthday we can go to Gold Star? If you want to. Or Chinese? <laughs> how, the Chi- to. how the Chinese get into this combo? Because she likes Chinese and it's her birthday weekend and she's like, oh, can we go get Chinese? Oh, can we go get Gold Star? If you want. Charlie asks, Honey, what do you want? I say Chinese. He says no. I don't say no. I go, really? <laughs> my, my, first, my first question is, really? <laughs> and if she goes, no, I'm just messing with you, then okay. But no, if she's, but no. Well, t- time out. Huh? Time out. <laughs> time out. I hate to do this, buddy. 
but get go woman woman speak. Take it from somebody who is older, and it's been around the block. And lot, single, by my choosing. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> your girl, your choosing or the female choosing. That's not for conversation. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is, girl speak is, oh, I'm just kidding. Means you go ahead and you take her to get Chinese. She hasn't killed me yet, dude. Give it time. She she, girl. Why do you think women listen to that true crime? The majority of women listen to the uh, true crime podcast because they're because, sick and twisted on the inside, and they know where to. Put the body. She's from West Virginia. Her family knows where an abandoned coal mine is. It's just so henceforth. Nature. Henceforth, why you take Brittany to get gold star or Chinese? <laughs> Easy peasy. And that is how. Deep and she my is love the love of your you. life. What did you say, babe? I said, and that is how deep my love is for you. See, I got gotcha. you. Even though that I'm a muggle, I brought up the Harry Potter. I'm gonna. I love you enough to let that go. <laughs> what? Charlie, second beer. Yeah. <laughs> second round for me, guys, is the Sophisticated Hound Brewing Company out of Princeton, West Virginia. Woo-hoo! So, gotta represent West Virginia with the white beer. No, I'm sorry, that, that, that picture. It's you still, still don't <laughs> like the picture. It, it's. The tail chaser? It's so wrong on so many different <laughs> levels, but. It's their blonde ale. It's 4.3% alcohol by volume. It is what it is, though, Charlie. So, ding. ding. So. <laughs> but, so, you're not a fan of Paycor. We mm-hmm. discussed the whole chili thing. and So, I mean, if it wasn't Paycor, what, what could you have possibly seen? Or just anything better than Paycor? Do you think there's anything better than Paycor? Yeah, Paul Brown. You should have just kept it? Yeah. And they Or pick another big Cincinnati Bengals thing. I don't know if you I don't think anybody would appreciate it if you called it from Paul Brown to Mike Brown Stadium or anything. No. Um Kenny Anderson Stadium. Boomer size in the stadium. Just not Collinsworth. Please not Collinsworth. No, not, Icky, not, Icky. Not. Ocho Cinco Stadium. Oh, God help us. <laughs> Icky Wood Stadium. I'd go Icky before I go anyone else. And that, or um, Anthony mean, Munoz. And Come on, the Skyline Bowl. That, that's, that was... Uh, that, that was a discussion for... for college college, college yeah. football. College yeah. football. Okay. Uh, they call it the Chili Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Skyline Chili Bowl. Just, just not Collinsworth, not that asshole. Cincinnati Chili Bowl, and then everybody mm. feels equally loved. <laughs> you guys are doing a lot of fist bumping over there. You guys are like almost of one mind or something. Well, Mike recognizes my genius. Genius recognizes genius. Uh, okay, I'll give her genius. You? Really? Secret genius? Do you have a de- do you have a laboratory? Are you Dexter? Again. <laughs> totally different context for Dexter nowadays. <laughs> it's like which Dexter? Like the Dexter's cute laboratory. the cute scientist kid with the red hair and the annoying sister, or the serial killer of serial killers. Dexter's well, laboratory. Why, why not a little of course. bit of both? No. 
No. I totally meant I totally meant the Nick Nickelodeon. Oh, you you like what I did to you right there, didn't you? No, no, I don't. Yeah. I'm just thinking Fist pump denied! How did we get on this rabbit hole? What else is going on in sports? Yes. Let's, what is let's, our time? Let's. Okay, so you brought up Ocho Senko. Yeah. How's the boot that? And I, I I shared something through our Drop the Gloves uh, Instagram stories, and it was uh, Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson getting an autograph from Jamar Chase. Yeah. And uh, during training camp, and so I, I always forget this guy's name, um, <coughs> but he commented on the video. And he had a negative to say about it. We don't need negativity well, in the penalty box. I'm trying to see if I can find the video here in my in my archive here, but I can't find it. Anyway, he he just he was just like get Ocho Cinco away from this team. He was a bad influence when he was here in Cincinnati. He should. You shouldn't be anywhere near the current roster or players. We don't need another era of players where they're too big or think they're too big and then don't do shit. And I'm like, I never responded to him. It's his opinion. He's allowed to it. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. And they generally stink. And I, I found it. And I found the video. But it won't let me see the comments. comments. Of course um, not. But, I mean, that was the gist of his comment. I, I've, I molded over a little bit since then. And my, my thing is, nobody's bringing in Chad. Nobody's bringing in Ocho Senko to be a receiver's coach or a trainer or a conditioning, strength and conditioning coach. Nobody's bringing him in. He, was just, he just happened to be there at training camp. He saw Jamar Chase and he's like, you know what? I, I, I have respect for talent him. Talent recognizes talent. Yeah. Game recognizes game. And I, and I would want him to sign my shirt. Was it a Bengals shirt? No. But, I mean, still, if you can get it, you get it. And that's a game recognized game. And I'm just like, nobody is talking about bringing Ocho Cinco in here. And plus, Jamar Chase and everybody who is on the Bengals from last season have done leaps and bounds ahead of anything that Chad, TJ, um, what was it, uh, who is the guy's name? Chris Henry? Yeah, Chris Henry. Chris Henry. I mean, all these guys who were part of the what everybody was calling the next big thing for Cincinnati when you had those three guys and Marvin and Carson and all of them. It's like these guys have done leaps and bounds ahead of Ocho Senko. Yeah. I don't think we have to worry about this generation of Bengals players getting too big for their britches and, that, and thinking they're the next big thing. Ocho Senko is just an egomaniac. He did everything because it was him. He did everything because, or he did all those antics because it was all about him. It wasn't about the team, wasn't about the success, wasn't about the city, or what you could possibly do. It was, I'm going to celebrate this way, I'm going to, I'm going to, my antics are going to be this way, this is my personality, I'm going to change my name, all of it. It's like, that. he only cared about himself. 
when he did all that stuff. So I don't think we need to worry about Ocho Cinco going up to Jamar Chase and going, so when you do a touchdown this season, I want you, maybe you should probably celebrate like this or something. It's like, okay, I get it. You weren't a fan of Ocho Cinco back in the day because of that, but because of his antics and everything. But if you're going to sit there and be like, get him away from this team. He's a bad influence. It's like, you can Must be a say, Cowboys fan. You can say that about anybody. Anybody's a bad bad influence to this team. Could be a girlfriend. Women, you could say about that about anything. So I mean, I well, don't see what the I don't see what the gripe is from this guy saying get Ocho Cinco away from the team. Ocho Cinco has, I mean, Ocho Cinco has nothing on this current roster or nothing on Jamar Chase. Did Chad Johnson go to a freaking Super Bowl? Did Chad Johnson win a freaking or get close to a, winning a freaking ring? No. Okay, move on. Case dismissed. Just burning before I get started. Would you like to add anything? No, not really. I wasn't very involved with Ocho Cinco, his career at when he was with the Bengals. I just know it's kind of. Ocho is 8, Cinco is 5, his number is 85, so he'd totally screw that up. And if he can screw that up, there's no telling what else he can screw up. Well, I mean, the man has also filed for bankruptcy. He still owes however much money on child support payments. Wasn't he one of the first ones to play in the NFL with dreadlocks? He's always been bold. Bald. Uh, not just no. He's not always been bald. Why am I yeah. picturing him he, with Ocho Cinco? He had a um, dreadlocks. He had like somewhat of a mohawk or whatever, a buzzed mohawk at one year. Yeah, and he had the gold teeth or something. But go ahead, Mike. The, this the whole thing that you I don't I don't know if it's that was you trying to talk about the guy the guy that left the comment, but. This is my look on Chad Johnson. I'm not going to call him Ocho Cinco because his name is Chad Johnson. Until he legally gets his name changed to Chad Ocho Cinco, that's whatever. But this is my take. I'm going to have to disagree. Chad Johnson has done a lot for the city of Cincinnati when he was a Bengal. Yes, his antics were a distraction but the fans ate it up this guy that left the comment uh happy scott scott i know let me let me let me let me talk at you real real quick there happy you sir i've known you i've known you for a pretty good time but come on chad johnson yeah, he had antics. He did his thing. But so did Randy Moss, Trell Owens, and everybody else in the NFL in that time. So it's just not Chad Johnson. Marvin Lewis, in other words, let me put it to you this way, sucked as a head coach. He couldn't get the Bengals to win a damn playoff game. He couldn't get the Bengals to win a primetime game. But you all want to blame the players. It's the coach's fault also. Let's put blame where blame should be placed. 
Marvin Lewis was a horrible head coach. Horrible. Yeah, they won the division, what, twice? But get off of it, dude. Just get off of it. And I love Chad Johnson. He was I liked him. I liked his antics. It gave me something to watch instead of the Bengals getting their ass kicked every damn Sunday. Oh, what celebration is Chad Johnson going to do if they win? That brought excitement to me when I watched the Bengals. So, and he, like Charlie said, he isn't, he isn't, He's has not nothing, nothing to do with this current team no. or the current roster of this team. Sure, he was allowed. He was. He's a fan, and if you went up to fan Jamar, special privileges. Exactly. If you were a fan, you saw Jamar Chase. I put any amount of damn money on it that you'd be like, "Oh, so and so sign my shirt, or so and so sign my baseball card or hat or whatever that you had on." Come on, man. It just it's the sh- the shit is hypocritical. And that's what's wrong with sports fans today. They're always looking to place blame on somebody else except for who the blame needs to be placed on. That's that's how I feel about the whole thing. Jamar Chase, Chad Johnson, totally two different players. Yeah, Jamar Chase is a young guy. He likes to celebrate when he scores a touchdown. Who the hell doesn't? Look at the entire NFL. The only people that's not celebrating in in the end zone are the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now. Say it on Sprint, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting heated. I'm this is I'm up I got pretty good nominations for uh for rant of the year. For rant of the year, but it's just it's complete utter bullshit. So that's and I'm leaving it at that because when the time comes the Cincinnati Bengals will win the Super Bowl, and they will shut everybody up, even the bandwagon people that, like I saw two weeks ago over the stadium, that were like, oh my God, the Bengals are all wanting to be Bengals fans now. If you weren't with the team during the hard times, then don't be with the team during the good times. That's all I'm saying. All right. So he is definitely against bandwagoners. Yes, we we've we've kind of made that known before on this show, um, where we've we've mentioned the likes of uh, Kevin, the ultimate bandwagoner, uh, where <laughs> he just hops on to team after team. Just depends on if they're doing good or his favorite player just happens to be on the team or not. Um, I mean, because this. this Kevin's the kind of guy where this is coming from a guy who watched LeBron say he was going to South Beach and say, I'm never rooting for LeBron or Miami Heat. Give it a year. He started rooting for Miami Heat. He was a, he was a Heat fan, and he started wearing LeBron Miami Heat shirts or something. And just like, oh, wow. And the same guy who said he would never root for Tom Brady or the Patriots. Roots for Tom Brady and the Patriots. It's like... We're talking about ultimate bandwagon fan there, but I mean, we we've mentioned it a time or two before on this show where yeah, it's just like if you're gonna bandwagon on, just don't pretend. (laughs) 
Well, this is this is another thing. I don't. I think we discussed this before on a previous episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. People nowadays, not my generation, and Scott is my generation, but talking about my generation. Ooh, good job. <laughs> But it seems more now that it's taken a president, nobody follows a team. They follow a player. They follow individuals. Individuals, yes. So let's take let's take Joe Burrow, for example. Okay. Well, well, this is a scenario. Say when his contract's up in a couple years. Two years, maybe. His rookie contract's up. Yeah, his contract's coming up. Joe Burrow decides he wants to go play, heading off of Cincinnati, he wants to go play in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Or the Saints, since Louisiana. So, he wants to go play for the Saints. I bet you any amount of money. I'll still like Joe Burrow, but I will not root for the Saints. Right. I'm going to root for... The Bengals and the Packers. Yeah, and you might say because I root for the Bengals or I root for the Packers that I'm a bandwagger. I say nay. I say the reason I like the Packers is because of their rich history and tradition. You know, I could be a fan of both teams. I could be a fan of the Reds. I could sit and talk shit about the Reds all damn day. I can sit and talk shit about the Yankees all day. I'm not a fan of the Yankees because they've won 28 championships. 27. 27. Thank you. You're getting ahead of yourself, man. It ain't October yet. Mr. Red Sox fan. (laughs) But the thing is, 27 championships. I didn't start following the Yankees because of said number of championships. I followed the Yankees because somebody I knew got drafted by the Yankees. So, that again, that's not bandwagon. Mm. That's you fall in love with a team that you have. You find whatever it is that you like about said team. You can have numerous favorite teams. But I always root for the local team. Mm. You know, if there was a Cincinnati hockey team that was in the NHL, Believe it, I would jump ship from the Bruins and I'd be hometown Cincinnati whatever fan. So, that's... We got me worked up in the first hour. And I feel, again, poor Brittany hasn't gotten to say much. Well, to that extent, I was going to ask Brittany two questions. And that, uh, one, you've mentioned this to me. Uh, because we're husband and wife. And then, <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh, how about that? I would never have known. <laughs> and that Cyclone season tickets. Yes. You'd be interested? Oh, heck yeah. And that, why, why would you be interested in season tickets for the Cyclones? Um, because I love the atmosphere. I love the team. I love being around the people, cheering them on, seeing... Just seeing them, being there in person. Mm-hmm. 
it's all about the atmosphere. We talked about this on the first episode. Like, I need to be there. That's my ADD. I need to be there to fully enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with being at the gym. Same thing about going into the office. Working from home is not for me. I need to be in the environment. Okay. I, I No, I, I totally 120% agree with mm-hmm. you. Because for me to sit and watch a hockey game on TV, I can't get into it like I can oh, if yeah. I'm there at the arena. Yeah. yeah. You have thousands of other people cheering along with you. Exactly. You know, do the wave. I know you're not a fan of the wave of the hockey games. Yeah. But... The wave doesn't belong anywhere. Maybe Whatever. only at soccer games. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. But, but being that's... with people makes all the difference in the world. And I'm like... We we should get back to doing that. We we should. We we need to go do a game. Yeah. This, this coming season at yes. the Cyclones. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We definitely need to get back. The pals are back. Uh, need to. And, um, and tag along, tag along, Mike. Because <laughs> I'm not going to ruin date night for you too. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know if you recall a hockey know. game. It would be very rem- reminiscent of that first hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> but the very first one where I ignored you. <laughs> um, and and yeah. that is how much I love him. Sure <laughs> <Poor> thing. <laughs> hey, she, we made it a decade, man. I don't think you need to no longer... I don't think you have to say any, any more poor thing or oh, I'm so sorry for you. It's like... I put a, I put on a I put a ring on it. She said yes, and we're a decade later. I mean, it's like Charlie, I, I got to give you a hard anymore. time. Anytime I can take, I don't days. think we need to do it anymore. And my last question that I had for Brittany, and that is, um, um, sports movies, and that I have, we we've watched or have played. Or I have several sports movies like on either Netflix or something DVD over the years. But is there one that stands out to you that like left a I don't know a, a good impression? You'll remember it, or is or you just like look at them and go, eh, "It's a sports movie. Who cares?" Well, it depends on your definition of sports movie. Well, what, what's your answer at the top of your head? I mean, you... So, the ones that come into mind, and I don't know the name of this other one, but Double Trouble, the Disney movie, where it's the blonde twin sisters. Are we talking about... Um... Who make it to the WNBA. Okay, then we're not talking about the same movie. So what like... movie were you going to see? Or say... I, I was thinking, um, when you said blonde twin sisters, my first initial reaction it was, was the, the Olsen, Olsen twins. twins. No. <laughs> they did, never did Disney movies. They never did a Disney movie, though. I no. was like, no, that's not Disney. But okay, so it's blonde twins and they made it to the WNBA? Yeah. Okay, I don't Yeah, I'm and the movie, they ended one. up playing on different teams. But, so they had moved into this really rundown area, new school. And somehow they got involved in basketball. And their connection was so strong that one could throw the ball way out, like, 
made no sense why she was throwing the ball there. But her sister would just suddenly appear there and get the ball and shoot the shot. So that was one. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And then the other one was kind of a tale from the Old Testament in regards to the um, oil in the temple only lasting. Uh, okay, I know what you're talking Do you remember about. that one? Yep, that's a Disney film. Okay, so it is Disney. So they have a generator or something. For it was the, like a Jewish school yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, for the final like basketball championship. Mm. And they're like, oh, the big bad team is like, well, we're just going to pause and run out all the power and then you have to forfeit, so we'll win. Mm. Um, but the generator kept going. Mm. And eventually they like somehow got to the part where they got to play. And then wasn't Luck of the Irish, didn't he play basketball? These are all Disney films. Yes. I don't okay, remember Luck well, of the Irish. Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Growing up... Oh, my, I'm not, I'm no, not, no, no, no. Let me judging. explain my... Okay, I'm not judging explain. you. Growing up, my grandfather watched Westerns, mm -hmm. Star Wars, um, some sci-fi movies, Never sports affiliated movies. Okay. We are Marshall, maybe because it was West Virginia. Makes sense. But nothing really else. So the movies geared towards kids is what like I grew up watching. Okay. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Don't take it as I was trying to judge you or anything. I wasn't. I just wanted to explain that. I think I can't think of anyone. Anything else? All right. Well, that that's okay. Because uh, that's a good stopping point then for uh, the first hour. So, babe, thanks again for coming on. I hope this time was more enjoyable than the last time. I hope the listeners enjoy this a better, a uh, bit better. I hope so too. And that so, uh, yep. Thanks for coming on, babe. Yes, uh, thank you, Brittany. And that me and Mike will be uh, right back with you guys. Uh, uh, we'll see you soon. In the penalty box.